Blog Talk Radio. Dale Dean. Hey, Alan Barrison. The right chap in this program is sponsored by P4P Muscle, the number one drug free sponsorship foundation in the, in the world, I would say. What do you think about that, yeah? If you are a drug free athlete and looking for a solid foundation to stand on in a vehicle, drive your goals like a, like a right grinding uh, chop, what would it be like, Dust? <laughs> I almost want to say fish and chips, but I'm going to go with like a Mack truck through ice cream. <laughs> or T2 crumpets. Either one. It's okay with me. Take a matter of okay. <laughs> Maybe a little pie. Are we in Jolly-O's? jolly England this time? <laughs> this time around? I say there. I say there. Hey, man. Let's talk. <laughs> hey, that's all right. Oh, I feel like I'm back in Australia now again with a desert. You are. I, 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 hello. 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 So, how are you doing this fine Tuesday evening? Already January 23rd. I cannot believe it. 2018 is already flying by. Can you believe it? This is it's it's crazy. <laughs> we were just getting ready for Thanksgiving, huh? I know. I know. I know, and I can't believe it, but, you know, the thing that also that helps me uh, come back down to reality is I keep seeing all of these promos for the 2018 shows. These promoters are on it, and they are, like, flashing stuff across social media every single day. That's right. You have P4P undefeated in all the mic drops. You've got um, Mayhem Productions with the Diva all-female event coming up and Minnesota Mayhem and then you've got uh, John Abraham's show. And, Kaylin, you were just pumping a show the other day. Oh, when you say it like that, I feel kind of bad, but. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> you were stirring up the some North- excitement. Yes, the North American. It, it, we, we had the... Uh, we used to have a local show with a different organization, and it folded because of, uh, you know, some problems with the promotion. And this uh, Doug Randolph is a guy that wanted to bring something back to the area because we had so many uh, athletes that could, like, I mean, local athletes, especially in the county region, and people we could basically help along the way to competition. Because I think that's one of the bigger things is, like, people want to compete but they're not getting in touch with the right people to step on stage and actually make it a fun and worthwhile experience. Or you have three, four, five, six people in the region. I'm talking Doug Randolph, Mike Newman, myself, uh, Melissa Fisher, um, and Darren Steen. I mean, there's so many people in the area that can help along the way with the natural athletes and keep them on the pace of a natural competition. So that's uh, really big. I'm really happy with it. And I hope we can do exactly what we're wanting. Uh, How about you? Well, I think I rattled off uh, all the shows that uh, have been flashing across my screen. National Southern States Classic is another. But uh, I'm good. I'm just, I'm excited to see everything kicking off and people are getting in gear for prep. And if you haven't made up your mind, there's going to be some great shows all year long, but you're not going to wait too long. You're not going to want to wait too long to decide if you're going to try and uh, 
jump in the 2018 season. So a lot of good stuff going on out there. Just keep your eyes open. And if you have any questions of whether or not a show is going to be in your area, near your area, just drop us a line at uh, Midwest Muscle, and we will definitely look into it for you. Or another great person, you know what, who knows practically every single show that's going on everywhere is uh, Andrea Castillo. And you can find her on Facebook. Um, and she is the person that knows it all, pretty much, pretty much. And uh, she's got her website, Drug Free Athlete Athletic Physiques, and it's all posted there as well. I I, I got a I got a, a rant, and this is something that's uh, bugging me because you know there's something like like we this is real talk, so we're just gonna be real. Um, there are some promoters that are intentionally stepping on other promoters' show dates and then shame on you. I mean, that's just awful. There's no way to sustain an industry or a business. Uh, if you're the, one of the promoters that's doing that, I mean, it's just shame on you. That's terrible. And, you know, you'll be found out it's, it's, it's an awful way to go about doing things, and it makes it really hard and tough on true competition and the competitors. I mean, if you have a local show that's, uh, you know, there's four, what, four time zones? So, you know, not everybody can make each and every time zone. But gosh darn it, if you have somebody in the same state and you're sitting on dates, what the heck? What is that noise going on around here? But anyway, if if you have show dates and you're two cities apart, that doesn't make any sense. Guys, work it out. Get it figured out. And just do the right thing for the athletes. If it's about the athletes and the athletes truly are number one, then let's make them a priority and not punish them because of the ego's pride and whatever else you got going on in your mind. Yeah. Oh, well, and there you have it. I guess there was a little bug in Kalen's uh, craw, but he's got it out there now. So. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm doing my Jay Zilla. I was going to say. I was going to say there's a lot of different special effects going on. I'm not quite sure, quite sure what they were, but uh, you know what? Point taken because it's hard to support, you know, different shows, good promoters when everything is bunched up on top of each other. I mean, point taken. I know, you know, Kaylin and I did have some of that disappointment because we there were some shows that we wanted to try and cover together, and we're not going to be able to. Uh, because they're just happening at the same time. So we have to go our separate ways for those particular shows. But you know what? It's all good. There's enough Midwest muscle love to go around. <laughs> but uh, but uh, we, feel, we feel the angst on that one. So Yes. All right, guys. I, yeah, I know. I feel you. I feel you. So I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, this year's schedule is already set. So maybe hopefully next year we won't see the same thing. I don't know. Exactly. No, you haven't. Yeah, I think that's getting to be one of my uh, new catchphrases here. I seem to like to use it a lot. I, I challenge everyone out there to uh, get a piece of paper and a pencil, and every time I say, there you have it, just take a check and then send me a tally it at works. the end of the show. It works. And let I me like know. <laughs> I think I'm using it far too much. Uh, but it no. doesn't come to mind until it's after I've said it. So anyway. <laughs> Anyway, it's a catchphrase. You on. own it. No, All right, back. owning it. You're a catchphrase. Moving back. 
Okay, owning it. Now moving on. Here we go. So last Thursday, if you were with us, Kaylin and I did double duty. We had two hours of back-to-back podcasts. We had P4P Real Talk, where we covered the top five interviews of 2017. And then we had Fit Talk with Melinda Spencer, where she was covering the top three, her top three interviews of 2017. Had a great time with her show. Love that you guys dialed in to listen to both and were asking great questions, and she was very appreciative of the questions. Uh, she thought you definitely helped to liven things up. So that's awesome. And in case you didn't, in case you didn't catch it, um, it's always in the archives. And our top ten were number ten, Matt Morowski and Jason Silva. Number nine, we had a tie with Dr. Peter Fishin and Wes Hamilton. At number eight, we had Angela Yeo and Derek Davis talking about competing on the DZAC international stage. At number seven, Bikini Phenom, Misty Weatherford. At number six, P4P's own Chad Adamovich. Number five, OCB's Matt Shepley. Number four, Zach Weeder. Number three, another Bikini Beauty, Alyssa Van Deest. Number two, Natural bodybuilder, bodybuilding. What do I want to? What do I want to say about Alberto Nunes? I mean, there's just so much you can say, but the name, his name, kind of speaks for himself. And then number one was Carol Ann Miljovic, and that was our top ten for 2017. So if you didn't get a chance to tune in, do check the archives, and you can find out a little bit more about all of those folks. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they're all so yeah. Number yeah. one, especially if you check yep. out her YouTube or her links, she is hilarious. I'm telling you, just funny beyond funny. She is hilarious. And just for a point of clarification, when I was talking about Melinda Spencer, you might also find her as Melinda Corsino. Um, that was her maiden name, so you had Fit Talk with Melinda Corsino, but now she's on Facebook as Melinda Lewis Spencer, so that's where you get the Melinda Spencer from. So just a little, if there's any confusion, hopefully that clears it up, but one of those will get you to the right spot. And with that being said, I think we're ready to, uh, I'm ready, I think we're ready to move on to tonight's show. What do you think about that? Yeah, let's move on All and right. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> let's move forward. And there you have it, because I'm owning it. <laughs> and so tonight there you go. So we have had the good fortune of having a couple different um of our physique pros from the IPE, the twenty seventeen IPE world on our show in um um in earlier weeks. And tonight is no different. We're kind of we're kind of rounding out the the full lineup here almost uh, because we had first place, we had third place, and tonight we have fifth place. But before we introduce our guest, Kaylin, you have something you want to jump in with? Yes, I, I, I Des and I have both had the have been blessed to have the ability to sit and judge some shows. And when we were in the audience of the Kansas City world, both of us were saying almost in tandem 
that we were thanking God that was one of the first shows that we'd have to be the judges after the men's physique line had come out because it was just, I mean, top to bottom, just phenomenal athletes, and we were just blown away. And I just remember just looking at her and her looking at me and we were saying, boy, I'm glad we didn't have that option of choosing this show to be our first one to test judge because I, I think both of us might have failed miserably. And I'm not saying that. To, no uh, doubt. That, I'm just saying that class was so, so very tough. And I, I, it was, I mean, just goosebumps because this is for a competitor and for athletes, especially fans of the sport, these are the shows you want to come to and see because when you have that kind of lineup, you know mm-hmm. everybody put in the work and they respected each and every person that was on stage, and they respected each other, and, and, you know, in the audience. Everybody was just showing so much appreciation for all the hard work. And I just want to say that before we get into the show, because I know you guys, that especially the ones that weren't there, I'm trying to give you a visual image in your mind of just how tight these guys were, were looking and how tight the classes were, especially being a, a pro stage, that is what you want to see, especially when you're in attendance. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, you know, if you're a question like, well, who did you have on from this lineup earlier? Well, we had Jason Harris. Uh, we also had Eric Murphy. So those are two names that you can check out in our archives. And just to piggyback Billboard. on what Kaylin said, <clears throat> no, no doubt, definitely. Um you know, we're going to get to introducing our guest tonight, but when we were talking before the show and we were talking about his placement and he was like, oh, yeah, I got this placement. I was like, dude, for anybody who cracked the <laughs> right? top five, that was a major accomplishment. I mean, when Kalen says this is a pro lineup that is the, meant, is the way that it's meant to be, he is not joking. I mean, it could have went down anyway, anyway, and it was minutest, is that even a word, minutest, the most minute <laughs> details, I think, that split the hairs between these placements. I mean, it, I mean, literally, it could have gone anyway, and they, it was such a huge class, stat class, and they all came ready. They all came ready. And with that, we are going to say hello to Frederick Avery. He's an IPE physique pro, uh, came in fifth place at IPE World. And, again, that's just amazing. Congratulations, Fred, on your placement. Say hello to all of our folks out in listener land. All right. Thanks for having me on, guys. And uh, hello to everybody else that's listening. (laughs) You know. So uh, go ahead, go. Don't be shy. Tell them a little bit about yourself. Okay. Uh, so basically, like, like to introduce, my name is Frederick Avery. Uh, I'm located here in Kansas City, or from Kansas City, Kansas. I actually got started in the men's physique division. I want to say back in 2016 with the KC Classic. That was the first show that I got a chance to you know, trained for and everything, and uh, after that show, I didn't, I think I ended up placing second in my, uh, or first in my class, but second in, like, overall, Uh, and after that, it was just, like, a little, little bit of an itch that kind of made me want to just keep trying things out and just see how much better I could do, so, uh, you know, 
2016, did the Casey Classic, and then moving forward to uh, April of the Natural Southern States Classic, I ended up actually winning that one. So that wow. was like a, you know, hey, hooray. I finally got the first step. I won a amateur show, got my pro card, and then I was just so excited. So I was like, okay, so what's the next step? Uh, what's what's my next opportunity? I want to try to find another uh, actual IPE show to do. And then they had the came back to it, the KC Classic, as being the sec first show for my pro debut, as you would call it. Uh, so I ended up taking third there, which I was actually kind of happy about it, really excited. Uh, it was just, you know, first time being out there with some of the older guys who have been competing for a while. And with it being, you know, brand new, almost a year into it, it was just really everything was more so exciting than it was like trying to be like, oh, I got to be the best. I was just more so happy about everything. So uh ended up placing third there. And then moving forward, ended up going to the IPE Worlds and placing fifth, which is – I know at first when I said it to you guys, I was like, oh, yeah, I just placed fifth or whatever. But coming out, thinking about it, it's just like – so these are the top, you know, top guys of, who've been out here for a while doing their thing, uh, and it's this is still pretty much my first full year of competing, and I placed fifth, so I was just like, more or less, I try to downplay it a little bit, <laughs> but at the moment when I actually got on stage and was, you know, they said they called my name out for fifth, I was like doing my own little happy dance inside. So it, it was definitely a fun experience. Yeah, no uh, doubt, no doubt. And you should have been doing a happy dance, for real. Um, so Sherry and Jerry, you guys are scoping the picture of the IP World's physique top five on the Midwest Local Facebook page. So here's how it breaks down. Frederick is standing next to me on the far right. And then as far as the other two uh, gentlemen that we've interviewed, you have Jason Harris standing directly next to Kaylin, and then Eric Murphy is standing in front of Jason Harris. So there you are able to uh, place faces with the three in that lineup that we've had the opportunity to have here on the show. So for everyone who's looking at that picture and you're wondering who's who, that gives you a little more clarification. So <laughs> Frederick, they're trying to figure out they're trying to figure out who you are. So now they've got an idea. Um, and I just have to say, my goodness. So this is just your first full year of competing. And you came out of the gate and competed in some of the largest shows in right. that region. And and you were in top five, all the way, I mean, winning and or in top five across the board. So I just have to ask, I mean, obviously you had to have been lifting. Oh, I say obviously, I'm assuming. I'm, let me rephrase. In my opinion, you would have had to have been lifting weights you before you stepped on stage. So I guess step me back through, you know, how you got interested in strength training and then what got you, then what led you to want to compete? <laughs> uh, so pretty much it, it pretty much all started with, when I was back in college uh, at Emporia State, 
I was running track out there. So it was always, I mean, now the focus of weightlifting was a little bit different back then. Uh, we were focusing mostly on leg workouts and, you know, high sprinting and things of that nature. But it was just something that after I got up there, started practicing, being more or learning more about, you know, uh, actual proper ways of training and things of that nature. I just wanted to, after I got done with school and everything, I graduated and moved back down to the KC area. I, I just wanted to, I wanted to still be able to have that competitive edge with me. So I wanted to get into some type of something. I didn't know exactly what it was going to be at the moment, but it was just I wanted to get into competing again. And, uh, Luckily, one of my friends, a guy named Derwin Hall, we actually went to the, we were actually out there in Emporia together, and he actually graduated, I want to say like two or three years before me, and he was in Kansas City, and he had actually uh, done a couple shows. I think he did maybe two shows prior. Mm -hmm. I actually got a chance to reach out to him and ask him, you know, learn a little bit more about the sport and uh, about, especially about men's physique. And he was actually my coach for my first show. So it was just like everything had lined up. Like my old classmate was in it. He, uh, you know, was able to show me some things, introduce me, teach me a little bit more about it. And then after that, like I said, I just took off and ran with it. So it's been it's been a little bit of an interesting journey getting started with everything. Well, it, I'm I'm liking how it, it sounds, and and one of the things that I I can appreciate is that you said you know this is your first year and you, uh, you had some guys that are had already been on stage competing, but honestly, anybody that has a joy for competing and a passion for the sport. It always feels like the first time. You're always feeling like, uh, you know, you got the butterflies because it always has value. And I, I don't think that's something you'll ever lose. And if you have that heart when you go into it, you'll have that heart as you go through it. And, I mean, I don't know of any person that's healthy and fit that ever can truly retire, even though Des has hinted at that uh, a couple of times. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that's another show. That's another story. But one of the things that I would like to, to to say, you know, when you have uh, that region, and I mean, like, you know, we we know that's a it's it's like a mecca for natural bodybuilding, especially in the Midwest. That region just brings out the best athletes. Is that one of the areas you picked because of the tough competition, or was it just a show that was close to you? Uh, so it was. Was just because of uh, with me being in the Kansas City, Kansas area, the Casey Classic, the first show that I did was maybe like a twenty minute drive from me or something like that. So uh, it was just initially just because of uh, me actually living in the area. So, uh, but you know, now this year, actually planning on trying to get out and about and do a couple more shows outside of the area just to see uh, what some of the other competition is oh, like. No. <laughs> I think I think Kaylin's trying to plant plant a seed of a show for you this year. <laughs> hey, if you guys got the show, if I got enough time, hey, 
definitely don't have any problems. Hey, well, there you this go. Is, this is my year to travel, so get out. All right. Out. Well, so I'm going to go ahead and put the shameless plug in here, guys, so just bear with me because I don't think Frederick quite understands what P4P Undefeated has got in store for him, especially as a pro competitor. So one of the features of P4P Undefeated that I think you're going to like, it's called King and Queen of the Hill. So it basically means if you win um, your category, if you win overall, so you get all of the prizes that come the first year, right? Come back and defend your title the second year, then you get all of the prizes that come with it plus a $500 bonus. You come back and defend your title the third year, it's a $750 bonus. And you come back and do it again after that, it's a $1,000 bonus. But but if somebody comes in and knocks you off your hill, they get your bonus. So that's one exciting aspect of it. And then another one is called, that's just one. And I'm only going to cover two because this show is about you and not P4P Undefeated, but you got to know. And then the other is called Free Ride. And so all of the overall pro winners of that show, that very night they get their name put in a drawing, and whoever is chosen as a drawing will win free lodging, free transportation, free drug screening tests, and they're, you know, basically free registration. You have no fees to come back and defend your title the following year. Plus, oh, wow. they've got a great array of prizes. Yeah, so so if you want to travel, is in Wisconsin Dales at the Ho Chunk Casino. I just like saying Ho Chunk, <laughs> and it's August eighth. So put that put that on your calendar. All right, shameless plug is over. Shameless plug is over. All right, so getting. <laughs> we'll talk about the supplements later. We gotta get back. We gotta get back to the man at hand, which is uh, Frederick Avery. So. Um, I mean, so you're ready to travel this year. Have you pretty much mained, maintained, um, you know, your prep through these last couple of months? And, you know, so it's just going to be kind of status quo as you're heading into this next season? Or are you having to uh, ramp back up and get things um, in more of a disciplined regimen for you as you're looking at 2018? Uh, since Well, since last year, like, I've did was it like it was roughly like three or four different shows back to well not back to back but within like maybe a month or two of each other I pretty much stayed on the diet almost like year round so this mm-hmm. year I gave myself a little bit of a break uh, as far as you know trying to be extremely strict on everything so basically uh, after Christmas, I had started to cut back on everything a little bit and start doing a little bit of fine tuning and things. So, uh, look, look, obviously a little bit bigger, but uh, nothing major. Just maybe, I think it's a roughly about 15 pounds heavier than uh, my stage weight. So, still relatively, mm-hmm. you know, in shape. Trying to maintain that lean leanness, but also put a little bit more size on certain places. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's definitely slow and steady with this one. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, Daisy says, wow, <laughs> to uh, what you've been maintaining over the past couple of months. 
um, in your last year's competition schedule, Sheila wants to know, with the feedback from the judges, and we'll say feedback from the judges at IPE Worlds, um, since that was your last show of the season, what do they feel you need to improve upon? Uh, so for me, the biggest feedback I always got was uh, adding a little bit more size to my back and uh, just trying to, I guess, get a little bit leaner to the point where that you get that little split in the calves. So working on developing the calves a little bit more. And then, hey, uh, what was that? They really splitting hands. Wow. I'm telling yeah. you guys, I hate to cut you off, Fred, but I, it's, I mean, um, just having the judge's seat and knowing uh, what we know now from sitting on that judge's side, that that's really being, like, hypercritical. So you guys had to be, like, well, they had you out there for a long time, let's, let's be honest with that, because it was hard to, to, to specify exactly what first place was. I, I, I don't want to say what, who first place was. And you know if they're getting that technical, that that that's a great compliment to every athlete that was up there. So again, congratulations to that, and kudos for coming with that kind of uh, physique and and no pun intended, and and doing your jobs out there as professionals. No doubt. And and uh, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. Um, I, I have a taxi cab confession here. I'm a little slow on the draw, but dude, Frederick, we are on the same Natural Southern States Classic poster. <laughs> it never dawned yeah, on uh, until right now. <laughs> so, oh my no, God. Wait, so, when I said when slow on the draw, <laughs> yeah, slow on the draw. Yeah. So, you won your class and overall at that show. So, <laughs> so congrats. There you have it. Woo, heaven help me. You know, some days, guys, the struggle is real. The struggle is real. <laughs> um, and, 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 and here we go. So this next question is going to tag on. So we have several of our listeners who uh, want to know if uh, any of the guys, including yourself, in the top five lineup were single, are single. Well, we know Eric Murphy is not. I don't remember if we got that info from Jason Harris. Or not, but hey, I'm going to put that out there, Fred. What do you What do you got to share with our listeners on that one? <laughs> uh, I mean, at the time of the show, yeah, I was single. At this moment, nah. <laughs> kind of, you know, in a relationship and everything, so a little bit different now. Well, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, gals. Sorry, that's that's two down. What about the other three in the lineup? Do you know if they're single or not? I mean, we, we might as well have the scuttle if you know. I think actually two of the other people are actually married, I want to say. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, now don't quote me on it, but uh, I'm pretty sure at least one of them is married and then one is has had a girlfriend or whatever for pretty Nice amount of time. So, all right, gals, you heard it here. Not that it's a hundred percent confirmed, but I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, we'll we'll take it as almost gospel that you know most of the guys in the lineup like they're they're taking. They're getting on stage looking like that. 
if if there's a woman that's in in their area, I doubt they let them get keep getting passed up like too often. <laughs> oh yeah. There you go. There you go. I I will throw out there though, as far as I know, um <laughs> as far as I know though, uh Kaylin Patterson is still single. I'm just gonna put oh, that out there. Oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. No, you didn't. What did you who, what did you just say? The show is about who hey. <laughs> hey, okay, now I'm getting back. Now I'm getting back on track. Hey, there I'm you just have saying, it. I know there is a beautiful Christian woman out there that's in the fitness uh, that you need I to meet. And I'm just, I'm just increasing your one? odds, okay? <laughs> I'm increasing your <laughs> odds by 15,000. All right, here that's we go. Like back back <laughs> to the matter at hand. Okay, friend, Dale wants to know. How many shows as a pro do you think that you'll do this year and still be able to be at the top of your game, remain competitive? Uh, so ideally what I'm looking at, uh, trying to actually kind of do like maybe three shows semi back-to-back uh, within like maybe a month or so in between, or not even in between, <laughs> just uh, I know – you guys have you talked kinda... to your about that? Huh? Have you talked to your oh, coach yeah. about that? About trying to do three shows? Back to back. Yeah. Back. Uh, uh, yeah, so, I mean, relatively, the shows, oh, I think the third one, how you said you had one in uh, out there in Minnesota? Yeah. I'm actually yep. kind of no, thinking no, about oh, doing kinda, that one. So maybe something along that line, then the Casey Classic. And uh, I was really kind of looking at the Chicago one. So I think if I do maybe those three. Ah, the Windy City Natural would be a good one too. Yes. You know, but that's just. Good choices for shows. they, They are. And the Midwest has just blown up with so many good promoters and well-run shows that it is getting to the point where it's hard to choose. And on the pro yes. front, that's not common because it, you, there was a time where pro shows in a given vicinity, you know, kind of like clumped up were few and far and in between, and they were hard. You Denver. know, you had to travel Denver. far to be able to hit so many pro shows, but that's not the case anymore. And I, I mean, I definitely think that's, a plus for the industry, but it is getting hard yeah. to choose because the body can only do so much unless you're like Samuel, Sam Okanola, Okanula, who seems to just compete show after show after show, or Kalen Patterson, who can compete show after show after show. You've already got a, a plus going because Sammy Sis can do the same thing. Yeah, that too. So anyway... But yeah, I mean that's a that's a good question, there Dale, you because it. you know the heart. There you have it. The heart is willing, but the body is not always willing. It does get tired after a while. So, heart so classy. Frederick, yeah, that's another one too. Another really good one. Um, so Fred, you said you gave yourself a little bit of a break, but how do you deal with um, you know keeping yourself pumped up and 
you know, because when you do start to feel run down, how do you keep yourself in the game? Or do you just, you know, say, you know what, I'm feeling run down, I need to take a step back? Or do you just find a recharge station somewhere and keep going? Uh, so, actually, it's more more so like my brother that kind of helps me in those times because uh, now him personally, he doesn't want to do the competing. Well, he wants to do it, but he doesn't want to do the cardio of phase. So oh, he kind of X'd it out because of the cardio. Beat him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the times that it's feeling like real dragged out or something, since, you know, he's a little, obviously when I'm in a cutting stage, uh, lose a little bit of strength and things of that nature. So he's always kind of just making jokes and this, that, and the other about, you know, being me being a little bit weaker than him. So it's always a little bit of extra motivation to try to, you know, boost myself up and come into the gym. And it's always good having a workout partner with you. So yeah, it's always the extra motivation right there. Yeah, no doubt. When did you want to jump in on that? Yeah, um, I, I was gonna say it's it's not an easy thing when you, when you're going like that. But I'm glad that uh, you got somebody that can keep you going. Um, like, uh, I, I you know you 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 it it hurts when you hear people limiting themselves, and I, I'm sure you probably had that conversation with them. So I'm not gonna bring that up, but I, I'm sure that gets at you sometimes. But uh, you know, I, I'm just glad that you can still keep going because it it does mean a lot when, you know, future competitors are watching, you know, the process without having to basically interfere with your workouts and they're seeing your diet without having to ask. These are all pluses and benefits that athletes in a gym don't, I mean, don't, they might take for granted simply because they get to see it all the time. But, you know, it's, it, when it's a desert, in a gym and you don't have natural competitors, the only other option is enhancements. And some people just never want to go that route. So, you know, do people really bother you in the gym or do they basically just let you be until you're done or do they catch you before you start? How does that go about? Uh, So, I mean, especially since with like having the posters kind of put up uh, for the natural southern plastic. So, Yeah, since those <laughs> posters have actually came up, uh, the gym that I typically work at, uh, or not work at, but I work out at, uh, I have been getting more people, you know, recognizing me for doing this. And so more people have actually been asking me questions and things like that. So it's, it's a little bit of, you know, gym popularity going on. Uh, every once in a while somebody will ask me, you know, or if they see me doing something maybe a little bit different, though. You know, ask me why am I doing this, that, or the other. So it, it at times I do have a couple people coming up. You know, nothing huge or any can be questions here and there. Uh, so it's actually, I mean, in a lot of times it's maybe somebody who's thinking about getting into the sport, or somebody that's you know just trying to get a little bit better in shape and you know find out some tips or things like that. So yeah, it's it's. I definitely enjoy it, so no problem here. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, And I'm actually going to take us back a couple of steps here to when we were talking about staying motivated. And I think 
this is a really good question that came in. So, Cynthia, thank you for asking. But she's wanting to know, if you had to, could you say no to a show that you just weren't feeling at the time? It was on your radar, but it's just like, mm, I, I'm not feeling it. Uh, yes, I could definitely say no to a show. Because uh, any any opportunity to give, take a break off it uh, and, you know, just get – get a chance to mentally refocus on things is definitely, I'll say, I, I learned my lesson from last year as far as not trying to do too much, uh, especially just when you're getting the hang of everything. So I, I definitely recommend people, you know, if if you feel, if you originally have a plan of doing the show, but the closer you get to it, uh, it, it's just not really working with you. Sometimes you just need to take a break readjust and then maybe shoot for a different one later on. Uh, one, to make sure you come in, you know, the best condition that you can. And two, just to make sure, you you know, you're mentally prepared for it. Because especially on those low-carb days, you it gets a little rough. So. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. If you had, um, if you could share you know, like one lesson or a couple of insights that you've learned over this past year and a half of competing, um, what would they be? Okay. uh, Number one is stick with your plan. Uh, Don't try to, just because you hear something from somebody else and it may work for them, that doesn't necessarily... Yeah, I mean, it'll work for you because originally, uh, like for the Natural Southern Classic, I had a plan, figured out, came in, did a, did my show, did a good job. And then for the simple fact that the KC Classic that year as an IP, IPE pro, uh, I started you know, listening to other people or trying to take other people's advice on things just because, I mean, I I, I thought I had to do something extremely different, so my approach was extremely different from what I normally did, and it was just more or less, I, I ended up going into the show not really knowing, not really having as much confidence, so uh, definitely stick to whatever plan you have. Uh, now, obviously, if you you and your coach work things out and you need to modify it, okay, but just don't try to get caught up in the hype and change and try to be like everybody oh, there's else. There's a lot. Uh, there's a lot. That's, that's <laughs> definitely now, now, the biggest with, thing. With, with, that, with, with the reason you're in, I mean, there's, there's pressure to begin with. I mean, let's just be honest. Because you've got a lot of celebrities, natural celebrity uh, bodybuilding athletes down in that region. One of the things that most people misunderstand and misinterpret an awful lot is having a pro winning, pro card winning physique and then a pro stage, on stage physique. Uh, when you were in the amateur ranks, and, uh, you know, you were competing, you had a mindset, and then when you stepped on stage as a pro, I'm sure that changed quite substantially. Uh, we're, we have a lot of uh, layman listeners, so, you know, they, they want to know what it takes. They're always wanting to know, you know, what gets you going. 
But as an amateur, what drove you? And then as a pro, what drove you even more? So as an amateur, the biggest drive that I have is just, you know, it, it was something to do and it was something to try to attain is having that pro behind my name, uh, being able to say, oh, I'm a pro now. Uh, that was originally the biggest drive as an amateur. Uh, but as soon as I got that, moved on to the next level, it was more so about trying to develop myself more so that uh, instead of just being like, okay, you know, I got this pro behind my name, I can, you know, go do some shows here or try to do some small stuff out and about. Uh, It was more so about me wanting to, you know, just prove to myself that, okay, one, I actually belong to be around here with everybody else that's competing and just trying to drive myself to do the best that I personally could do. So those are definitely some of the two top things that drove me. Uh, And then this kind of sort of unrelated, but uh, also just having like, because I told you how I work out with my brother and things like that, uh, trying to push my brother to kind of get into the sport, you know, on the amateur side uh, was me trying to push him actually made me want to, you know, come in, try to do extra stuff with him to try to try to get him a little bit more motivated to come in, but it was also just more of a drive for me just knowing the potential of everything. So All right. Very good. Um our next question, Linda is wondering, um so you had referenced that uh, you made some mistakes last year with your prep, and she would like to know if you would mind sharing some of those mistakes uh, to help others avoid making the same ones. Um, her son is going to be competing in bodybuilding this year, so I think she's trying to help him gain as much knowledge as he possibly can. Right. Uh, so some of the mistakes that I made uh, was one, I, I had – learned about a supplement, and uh, as an amateur, you know, the amateur show, I had started taking the supplement towards the end of my prep, and Mm -hmm. I thought that, you know, this this supplement was was it. I thought it was the magic cure that would, you know, that helped me win the show and everything. So after that, I I just – and it was nothing but some CLA and L-carnitine mixture – and I, I was just thinking, like, okay, this this is the stuff that, you know, this is what made me win this show instead of, you know, the whole three months prior, all the cardio, waking up, uh, doing extra workouts and things like that. I just, I got caught up in, you know, this one supplement. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's kind of sad, but that was one of the mistakes no, that I made. No, you're, you're not alone. Uh, you're not alone in that. Yeah, so you actually heard other people say they kind of got caught up after a little bit, some, some similar along those lines. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, was, instead, of, instead of giving themselves the credit and and like you said, the process and trusting the process, they figured you know this is going to be the end all be all and it's going to save me from all my dilemmas and problems. And then they turned out when they you know when they got some carbs in them, they were like, 
oh, wait a minute. It was the process. <laughs> yeah. So that that was definitely one of my biggest mistakes, uh, trying to rely on uh, a supplement more or less than my own hard work and uh, just putting the time in and, you know, making sure I am eating those meals on a regular basis, uh, trying to make sure that instead of relying on supplements, I'm relying on, you know, actual food to get my nourishment. Uh, so those are the biggest things that I feel like uh, was my biggest mistake switching from the amateur stage to the pro uh, as, as far as, like, the beginning phase. You know, when they say you can't cheat the grind, you can't cheat the grind. It's right. it's going to show up on true. stage regardless of what you tried to do. So you either got either going to put in the work or you're not. And, you know, like I've always said, if you're not ready, there's always another show. You don't have to force it. You don't have to be crazy trying to get ready for something. There's always another show. Another show indeed. Um, oh, so here's a great question. This is from Carl. He says, with the people getting caught using banned substances, how much do you research the supplements that you take? So I actually had to start looking into it a lot more, uh, especially because certain products, you know, they always have something that's a, a lot of stuff is on the ban list. So just trying to make sure and like I said earlier, instead of trying to rely on the supplements, uh, now I, I'm yes. not against supplements at all, but uh, just trying to make sure that majority of the stuff that I am taking is more so natural base or actual food is what I've kind of been shifting towards instead of trying to rely mostly on supplements. But for the supplements that I do take, uh, I do try to look into it a little bit more especially around the show time to make sure because that, that would probably be like one of the worst things. Like you put in all this hard work and uh, you do good at the show and then, you know, come back with a dirty urine test and, you know, because you just, because of you not, uh, the word I want to say, because of you not doing your research prior to taking this up. Yes. So it's definitely a, just, just like you do with everything else, put in the time, uh, check some certain things out, uh, especially getting them from certain places. Uh, just, just do a little bit more research on everything is the best way to go about it. Yeah, and and you know, I'm I'm going to piggyback this because Des and I have done a lot of shows about this topic, and it's heartbreaking. Uh, I'll let her reference uh, the one that happened at the ZFAC World. But mine is more to the point of shady supplement companies. They're trying to make a buck, and they're going to do anything to make sure that happens. And one of the things that they want to do is have people make, get results, even if it harms their body in the process. They really don't care. They're just out to make money. And it's sad that you have people that think of that in that nature, and they put your health and your life at risk. I mean, they... they don't think about your family. They don't think about your friends. They just think about the money that comes from your wallet or your purse. So, you know, be very careful in doing this. It's more than just, uh, you know, a supplement that's going to gonna hurt you. 
And, you know, Dad and I had spoken about the, the SARMs, how that's being uh, put in the product. It's not being listed. Uh, one of the things that you guys can really find out real quick is a lot of these companies are being shut down, and then they just open up under a different name, but it's still basically the same uh, uh, company. So, you know, check the region, check the, the site, the owners. Uh, they can't go by a different name. If they try to do an alias, that's federal, and they will go to jail. So, you know, there's a lot of things that we have to do, like like uh, Fred was saying, but you got to do the research. It's a lot of work. But if you love it, if you're passionate about it, it's worth it because there's nothing uh, other than your life more important than your reputation. So, you know, we we got to be mindful of it. It is that serious. Uh, the organizations are, are naming the individuals, so you're not just losing the show. You're losing your reputation and basically your career. So take it that serious. It is that serious. And be mindful that your health is on the line. It's not just you know, you getting caught with a, a bad, uh, a, a banned substance, you're actually uh, jeopardizing your health as well. So, you know, don't don't look at it as a fly-by-night fly by night ide- ideology. Be very cautious and be very concerned because it's your life. Yeah? Yeah, no doubt. Um, and so we're actually running out of time. Imagine that. So I'm not going to go what? into uh, – Great detail of what Kaylin had referenced about the uh, athlete who was caught um, at the uh, defect ropes competition. And actually, she wasn't even caught. Um, it came to light that she had taken a banned substance prior to even stepping on stage. And I know that kind of trips a lot of folks up, or at least it did when we were having those interviews. But um, these interv- there were actually three of them because there was just yes. – so many questions and so much interest as to what was going on. So if you look at the archives for November 7th, November 9th, and November 13th, um, you know, the titles of the interviews, uh, P4P Real Talk about losing even even before you step on stage. There's a part one and a part two. And then we had a follow-up interview with Mike Lepowski. So, again, November 7th, 9th, and 13th, if you want to check out the details, just visit the archive, look for those shows, and you will be brought up to speed. Um, But real quick, before I transition away from this one, this particular athlete, she didn't step on stage. She learned of her, um, I'll call it a mistake. Um, She had some misguided trust in there, but she learned of it prior to the competition, so she opted not to even compete. So there's no reason for a drug test because she knew she would have failed. So she didn't go that route, and she graciously stepped back and didn't compete. So just if you don't go find those interviews, at least walk away with that one point, and, um, and we'll be good there. So, But it is a big deal, and we can't emphasize enough, you know, do, do your homework. It can be tricky, but still do your best and uh, get a second opinion or a third opinion if you need one. And with that being said, Frederick, we've got less than five minutes left with you, my man, and we have had just a very enjoyable chat with you. So thanks so much for joining us. Um, And one of the things that we like to do if we get the chance is to give our um, athletes an opportunity to um, give shout-outs to anyone and everyone that – has been a part of their journey thus far, and we'd like to turn the floor over to you to do just that. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, well, 
number one shout out has to be to the guy who actually got me started in this, and that's Derwin Hall. Uh, probably a few of you people listening may actually know who it is. Uh, also, would like to give a shout out to Mario because he was one of the guys who. You know, as I was working through things, he kind of always had some tips and advice uh, for me, especially as I got Mario? to the pro state. Huh? Bodybuilding, Mario? Yeah, uh, the guy that actually... Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, other than that, uh, always, you know, the, my main family members... Uh, Mom, dad, brothers, sisters, for always, you know, being there to actually show some extra support at the shows and things of that nature. And then my best one, favorite little mini-me, my daughter, because every time I get a chance to go on a, a diet or a prep, she knows she gets to control any of the sweets in the house, so... <laughs> she gets to basically say, "Hey, you can't remember you're on a diet. You can't have any of that." So she gets to eat it. So it's that's my number one oh, right wow. there. Hope it's not a donut. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I get cut away from all of that donuts, sweets, everything. She says, "Nope, well, I can't have it. I can though." <laughs> so. She sounds like my girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh yeah, favorite time. Well, oh, that is right. awesome. So, again, thanks so much for joining us tonight. And you know, we hope to see you in 2018. So keep us posted where you're going to be, and uh, hopefully, we'll have the opportunity to interview you again. Yeah, Windy City Naturals. Oh, and P for P undefeated for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you have to be there, like dude. a good show to be at. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. All right, well, have an awesome prep, and we will catch you around the way. All right. All right, another good one. Another good one, another awesome athlete that's getting it done. And there you have it. There you have it. See, it rolls right out for you. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of having it, we've got about 90 seconds left. Any last-minute thoughts for us? Yeah, I want everybody to know, along with the, the things that Dad listed, that you will have your face plastered on one of the P2P supplement containers. So that's a big plus, too. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I totally forgot that. Um, and also, I know that uh, some of you have had some questions about a uh, a pretty life-altering situation that's going on with one of our uh, – naturals in the community. We didn't have a chance to address that tonight, but uh, we will uh, get caught up with the details with you on Thursday. So please come back and we'll try it again. Uh, With that being said, on behalf of myself, Kaylin, and the boys at P4P Muscle, your body is a temple. So let's build it. What's Snickerdoodle?